Dan Dickow here, Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Uh, been a little bit of a slow week around Gonzaga basketball after an explosion of announcements a week ago when Ryan Nemhart, uh, out of the transfer portal from Creighton, decided to come to Gonzaga, as well as Graham E.K. from Wyoming. Two phenomenal additions. We will be taking a deeper dive soon on what that means uh, we'll take a deeper dive soon on potential starting lineups. I know we've had some articles uh, that our great journalists Cole Forsman and Henry Kruger have written recently in regards to those topics, but I'll break it down a little bit more in some of the things that I'm seeing uh, or how I view things may play out. But again, a quiet week in regards to Gonzaga in the transfer portal, but that doesn't mean it's a quiet week in college basketball for the transfer portal 1600 players now are in the transfer portal 1600 about a fifth nearly a quarter now of all players at the division one level are in the transfer portal unfortunately many of those will not find a home Uh, one of the bigger names uh, just announced yesterday where he was going to go someone I thought might have had a little bit of interest in Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga might have had a little bit of interest in him just because of the way he can score it and shoot it, and that would be Max Asmus. Burst onto the scene a few years ago with Oral, Oral Roberts where they upset Texas in the NCAA tournament. Oddly enough, he's going to Texas. Uh, I thought he would have been an interesting option for Gonzaga because of the way he shoots it and he scores it, his creativity with the basketball, his ability to score in, in big moments uh, that he's showcased in the NCAA tournament. The one negative uh, would be the size factor, about 5'10 guard. Um, you know, Gonzaga has made a move in recent years, I think. I don't think it's been uh, strategically talked about or it's been a focal emphasis uh, on the staff in evaluating and recruiting is to get bigger in the backcourt. Um, Andrew Nemhart was a big guard. Jalen Suggs was a big guard. Uh, you go back a few more years, Josh Perkins, Nigel Williams-Goss had good size. Um, Nolan Hickman at 6'3", Malachi Smith a year ago about 6'3", but uh, sturdy and strong. Uh, so I think that's maybe maybe would have been one reason Gonzaga didn't um, try to pursue that if that even was a possibility off out of the out of the gates. Um, but I think when you look at Gonzaga's roster right now, you've got five players that have declared for the NBA draft. Drew Timmy, we all know, is gone. Um, <laughs> Somebody on Twitter the other day said, well, this might mean he's coming back because they've reloaded. Slow down, people. Drew Timmy's not coming back. All right. He's put together an unbelievable, amazing career at Gonzaga. It's his time to to move forward in the in the pursuit of his uh, professional aspirations. Uh, wish him the best of luck. Pull for him and, and hope that he can make an NBA roster or get drafted uh, later this June. The other one, Julian Strahler, I'm. sure that he will be gone as well. I think he will be a late first round pick. Um, If not in the first round, I definitely think he's going to get chosen in the second round. So I would imagine 99% Julian Strother is gone as well. But then the three uh, other players that are in the portal uh, are of interest in, I think there's a very strong, I think there's a definite chance one of them is coming back. I think there's a strong chance all three of them are coming back. The first one we'll talk about that I do think is coming back regardless is Steel Venters. Um, he's the transfer commit from Eastern Washington, the Big Sky Player of the Year. Actually, I had him on podcast uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago or so, and he kind of talked about his process. He wants to go through it and learn, see what where he can improve. 
Um, but his focus is is on Gonzaga while he's learning what his draft opportunities may look like this year, but really looking forward to the next year. Um, Cause I do think he's got NBA potential. He's got good size. He can shoot the heck out of it. Um, you know, and with the way these rules are structured, you have the ability to get evaluations, go through the process, go through the workout, learn what, what will help you in your own uh pursuit of furthering your career so uh, i think steel ventures will be back the other two anton watson malachi smith have more eligibility left um now most people think anton watson because he's been there for four years is gone well with covid year he's got that extra year he quietly uh entered his name into the nba draft i do think at some point in time anton watson will be on an nba roster i think defensively he is that good i think on the offensive end um, he solves a lot of pieces. Uh, oh, sorry. solves a lot of problems because he understands spacing. He understands cuts. He's a good screener. Uh, he's a good passer uh, for his positional size. Uh, the one thing that will keep coming up is can he shoot it from the perimeter? Um, he showed stretches where he's knocked a couple in a row, but with no w- without the consistency that they're going to want to see. You will hear this term a lot in regards to Anton, can he be a three and D guy? And a lot of times in the NBA, if you can defend and you show promise as a shooter, you're going to have an opportunity uh, because he's so versatile on the defensive end, on the offensive end of the floor. You know, he has those attributes I just mentioned, but if he can shoot it from the three point line, he becomes extremely valuable, especially as a corner three point shooter. Um, so I think that's going to be a big focus of his in the off season is really learning uh, or showing, have I improved enough in my shooting ability? Are my mechanics to the point where an NBA front office thinks that in time I've got the ability to be that three and D guy? Um, so that being said, Anton is going through the process. Wish him the best. Uh, I think if he comes back, uh, it's a huge bolster to Gonzaga's lineup. It will possibly change, and maybe that's why they haven't fully um, gone after, or maybe other bigs in the transfer portal haven't also committed to Gonzaga yet. I think Ben Griggs uh, definitely improved. I think he's showing signs that he will be a very good player next year, but who wouldn't want Anton Watson back? And so I think that's that possibly may, may be stalling uh, a couple options in the transfer portal because there's lots of different um, things that have to happen sometimes unless you're the priority target for uh, a staff maybe you really want to come to Gonzaga and they're just saying hey we really want you but we got to hold off for just a little bit now I don't know I don't have any direct knowledge of any players in that circumstance but many times that's the case and how it works out the other one for Gonzaga would be Malachi Smith he's got eligibility left obviously we saw that he entered his name in the NBA draft. Now, I don't think he's an NBA player. I really don't. But many times, players want to go through that process. They want to prepare like a professional. They want to see what it's like. For him, I'm imagining he's hoping to get invited to the G League Combine, which then could lead to some more opportunities, possibly a couple pre-draft workouts with some teams, um, you know, to be able to, to get an honest evaluation before he has to make a true and full decision. Does he come back to school or does he fully attack the professional route? Now, I think he's a player that will play professionally overseas, um, possibly in the G League, but, um, you know, 
I don't think he is an NBA player, but you you got to support and you got to appreciate guys chasing their dreams. So I would think after reading his announcement of going, uh, the fact that he's been in college for so long, I don't think Malachi Smith would be coming back. If he does, another huge bonus for Gonzaga. I mean, then you would have a very experienced and deep backcourt. Nolan Hickman, Ryan Nemhart, uh, Steel Venters, Malachi Smith. Uh, I mean, you're you're starting to 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 put together a really formidable roster. Another roster that people are going to say, "Hey, top ten preseason, here we come." Um, and we we know how uh, Gonzaga has continued to improve over the course of the season last year being a great example um you put the right pieces together you give them time to gel build grow and and you got something good on your hands so again slow week uh in the transfer portal in regards to gonzaga not a slow week overall in the transfer portal with 1600 players now uh searching for a new home don't forget to check out and subscribe to the podcast we've got a conversation coming up with john stockton that was recorded earlier this week where we talk about any and everything. Um, really good conversation, fun conversation for me um, to, to to have with John, one of the all-time greats uh, in the game of not just basketball, but it, from Gonzaga uh, to the NBA to international basketball, one of the all-time greats. So thanks for listening. We will be back shortly with a lot more content, a lot more news, a lot more coverage of Gonzaga basketball.